This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then we're tired. Get out. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Our next guest made his first appearance on this show back in November when we were asking him about his chances of being a first ballot finalist. Well, Jason Taylor cleared that hurdle, and last weekend he passed the most difficult test of all, becoming a first ballot Hall of Famer for the class of 2017. It's been a hectic last few days for the former Defensive Player of the Year, but we have him here now with us, and we're delighted to welcome him back. Jason, thanks for making time for us again. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, first of all, Jason... How surprised were you when David Baker, who, frankly, is bigger than some offensive lineman you face, showed up at your door? Uh, I was stunned. And, yes, David Baker is bigger than most offensive linemen <laughs> yeah, I think I've right. played against. I think I've, <laughs> I think I've climbed hills smaller, smaller than David Baker. Um, <laughs> and it's a, it's a very definitive knock. Like when, you know, it, it's a strange process because, you, you know, you're sitting in your hotel room. You have to be in your room by 3.30. And then it's just a waiting game. So really, it's it's been a waiting game for each level of you know going from ninety four or you know all the way down to numbers. So now you're sitting in your hotel room as a finalist and you're waiting. And I'm sitting there with my cell phone in my hand, praying to God it wouldn't ring because if the <laughs> phone rings and they call you and tell you you didn't make it, if you get a knock on the door, you made it. So two hours of sitting there, and actually my sister was late getting to my room, so she knocked on the door first. Actually, <laughs> funny story is she called while she was on the way to the room. And that was about 4.30. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So my phone rings, everybody in the room gets silent. And I walk over to the phone, kind of dejected, you know, a little disappointed. And it says, Joy Taylor. I'm like, Joy, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I just wanted to call you. I'm on the way to your room. I didn't want to knock. And you think it was like the Hall of Fame knock. So after we almost, after my heart almost stopped with her, it was uh, finally good to hear that pound on the door and, and to see big David Baker standing behind the people. Jason, how big a story is this in Akron and zip football? I assume it's it's going to be huge. I mean, I know they've already talked about it and covered it a little bit, and, and I anticipate there being more of it. Uh, I spoke to, or the, the AD reached out from, from Akron, and Terry Bowden's going to be down here in town later this week, and I'll probably sit down with him. But, I mean, it's pretty crazy that I went to school. I grew up a few hours away from there in Pittsburgh. I went to college 20 minutes or 20 miles away from the Hall of Fame uh, at a small Division One school in the MAC conference. And then 20 years later, I'm going back. You know, it took 20 years to travel that 20 miles from Akron to Canton. So it's, it, I look forward to uh, trying to take it all in and just really enjoy it. And, and bring a, there's a lot of people going with me. You know, my, my face will be the bust, but there's a lot of piece, people that have a piece of that and are, are big contributors to me getting there. And, and the University of Akron obviously is one of the very early early parts of my football career, my football development, having only played a little bit in high school. It's pretty cool. I mean, I was still a little bit of shock, a little bit of surprise, a little bit of awe. You know, it's very rare to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It puts you in uh, in a line with Reggie White and, and Bruce Smith. Was that a big deal to you before and or is it a big deal for you now to realize that uh, you're a first ballot Hall of Famer? Well, you know what? That was the reason or one of the reasons why I didn't expect to make it. You know, it's not not in the first ballot because of guys like Reggie and, and Bruce. I mean, really, 
those guys are royalty, and everyone in the Hall of Fame obviously is is football royalty. But as for my position, you know, you look at the top of the list, and and there's Reggie White and there's Bruce Smith, and you know the list, the rest of the guys that are ahead of me on that sack list. You know, you know, I look at a guy like Strahan that didn't get in on the first ballot a couple of years ago, and a guy I felt like I've been chasing for 20 years. I was chasing him and on the field and you know watching all his game film and watching Bruce Smith and watching Chris Dolman and Kevin Green, all these guys that, that you look at and try to find pieces of their game that may help you become a better player. And that, you know, that's part of the reason why I went in with zero expectations of, of making it. I, I mean, I'll, I know it sounds like I'm being, you know, just trying to be humble or whatever, but I did not expect to, to get a knock on my door Saturday at 5.15 and whatever time you get David Baker came. We're speaking with first ballot Hall of Famer for the class of 2017, Jason Taylor on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Jason, you know, first ballot Hall of Famers that you were just talking about, they're especially rare on teams that struggle to make the playoffs, and the Dolphins, I know, went there your first five years, but they, but they never really got past the divisional round of the playoffs, and they didn't reach the playoffs the last six years of your career there. Yet here you are in Canton. So what does that say about your career? I guess it says a lot. And it's, it's hard for me to say that because I'm just not the kind of guy I am, but I guess it speaks volumes. I mean, it, it, my, the resume was there. This is a team game, though, but in the, the team success was one of the things I thought might be a, a hurdle, a difficult hurdle to overcome. Um, it's so difficult to win in this league. It's difficult to win a championship, and we see two great teams the other night in the Super Bowl that you know could have went either way, and it's so heartbreaking for the Falcons. And you know, the beginning of my career, uh, I took it for granted being in the playoffs. It was always about you know let's win the division, get to the AFC Championship game, and then see what happens from there. And, you know, try to get to the Super Bowl, and then you go in that long drought of not having any playoff chances, and sometimes your season being over before Thanksgiving. You know, it's like or heck, I've I've, I've been on teams that had their season ended by Halloween. And uh, you know, mathematically eliminated, and it's it's tough. But you, know, you try to be a pro, and you go to work, and do what you're supposed to do, and and try to play your heart out, and earn every penny you get, earn every opportunity you get, enjoy every snap you get. And sometimes the team thing isn't cut out for you that particular year. Unfortunately, it it wasn't cut out for me for 15 years. You know, I got close in 2010 with the Jets you know, in the AFC Championship game, and still lose sleep over over that game, had a, having a chance to beat Pittsburgh to go to the Super Bowl, but, you know, it's, uh, I, I guess it speaks a lot about what people felt about the way I played the game and, and the, uh, the body of work I left. Jason, you were born in, in Pittsburgh in 1974, the year the Steelers started, started winning Super Bowls, so you know the great history and tradition of success and Hall of Famers they have there. What does the gold jacket mean to you? Um, everything. I mean, it really does. It, it, you know, Joe Green came up to me the other day at the luncheon before I was elected, you know, gave me a hug and said congrats and good luck. And I'm like, I turned to my kids. I was like, that was Joe Green. <laughs> like, do you guys understand? And they they had heard the name and seen the reruns of the commercial because I show my sons a lot of football history. So, I mean, this is the pinnacle of sports in my in my opinion. This is the pinnacle of professional football. Still, still kind of in disbelief that that I'm going there, and not as a visitor. Uh, I've been there a bunch of times as a visitor kind of going there as a resident now not kind of I guess I'm going there as a resident now and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as you can tell it's still kind of hard for me to say but I need to get used to it I guess Jason Tyler wanted me to ask you how in the hell you got Tom Brady to write a letter of recommendation for you when you kept throwing him on the ground and he didn't write one for him 
that, that's a good question. <laughs> you know what the beauty of that is? I, I didn't even ask Tom for it. And that's, that's the beauty of it. He and I had a great, great friendship throughout our playing days. And, you know, obviously played against each other a ton. I probably played 25, 26 games against Tommy. Um, maybe even more. I don't even know the number of games, but we've always had this healthy rivalry, you know, between the two of us. And, you know, go, we'd go out and compete hard, but we were great friends off the field. And, you know, I was floored when I saw the letter. I was. Seth Levitt, the director of my foundation in, in the office over here in Florida, you know, he called me one day. I actually texted me that, that Tom had sent a letter in. I guess Seth had been talking with the people in New England and got the letter down here, and, and uh, I was floored. And, and that, I mean, it just it means the world to me. I know Ty played with him, and, and Ty kind of was like, what, Brady, you wrote you a letter? But, um, yeah, I mean, I it, it's one of those things that I'll take it and – and frame it. I mean, there's a, there's a few, there's a, I got a letter, you know, in, in words from Jimmy Johnson. I'm looking at what Bill Polian had to say and all these clips of guys that had amazing things to say about me. And, and, uh, I want to take them all and, and, and keep them forever. But that Tom Brady letter, you know, a text I got from Peyton, from Peyton Manning the other night, you know, the, the list goes on of guys that have reached out that, that I want to say forever. So I don't, I don't trust this cloud whatever this cloud is, this iCloud thing and all that. So I need to put this on, I need to go back in the day and put it on pen and paper and just keep it somewhere in my house. <laughs> well, Jason, it means the world to us that you joined us. Uh, thanks for the time. Congratulations on your selection, right. and we will see you in Canton this summer. I appreciate it, guys. It means the world. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. That was first ballot Hall of Famer Jason Taylor. Up next, R&I Game Changers. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Jason Taylor, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.